through this work, we can actually change what we believe we are worthy of receiving into our lives. It's not thinking you're better than anyone. So many people will think, well, I, I don't want to put myself on a pedestal or I don't want to tap into the ego. It's not about that. It's actually about what is the impact that you believe that you can make on people's lives and how big of an impact do you think you can make? And then are you worthy of making that impact? If so, how much would you love to be compensated for it? Welcome to the Jacqueline Shaw Show. This is a space where we go deep, deep within, deep within where you access the sacred wisdom within you, where my truth and the truth of the women I bring on this podcast create a remembrance within you, within your soul, within your energetic field. Here, we don't look outward, we go inward because in my world, it's always about taking you deeper in, in where your truth lives, in where your power resides, in where your soul knows. Welcome and get ready to go to the depth with me. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, beautiful women. Welcome back to the Jacqueline Shaw Show. I am so just like, if you could see my face right now, grinning from ear to ear. I am so excited for this conversation I'm about to have because the woman that I'm about to have a conversation with every time we have a conversation, get on a call, meet for lunch. As we started this podcast, I'm like, we could just talk forever. Welcome Kathleen Cameron to the Jacqueline Shaw Show. Oh, I am so happy to be here. I know it took us a little while to get it in the calendar, but now that it's here, it was meant to be this moment right now in this experience. So these words are what was meant to be. I truly believe that. Oh my gosh. Same, same, same. I love that we actually had this podcast recording book like two months ago. And then we both were like, I think we missed that recording. And we're like, oh yeah, it didn't get put in our calendar. And I think I jokingly said to you like, yep, can run million dollar businesses, but can't figure out Google calendar. (laughs) It's, it's so true, but I just think it was a representation of it wasn't meant to happen then, you know, for something to just slip by like that. Um, it was meant to happen now. Agreed. And I feel like, yeah, things have shifted and changed in those past two months. So I'm excited to have you here today. And I mean, I want to just like dive in. Tell us like the quickie on you, how you landed here, all the goodness. Oh, okay. I'm a registered nurse by background. So I, I worked bedside nursing and then leadership nursing for 12 years. I have a lot of degrees, a lot of formal education certifications that says, Kathleen, you're a good nurse. You're a good leader. You're a good this. You're a good that. And it's just a representation of the version of myself that I was then. I felt like I was doing good and successful if other people told me if I I was and that, you know, if I had these certificates and this education, then I was doing a good job, you know, hopefully making a hundred grand a year, pension and benefits. My dad, oh, he, he really wanted me to have pension and benefits. And, you know, that was great for a while, but there was always this thing, this feeling like something's missing. Like I want an extraordinary life. I don't want to be living this traditional nine to five type of life and kind of doing what everybody else does and just following the crowd. I always had this feeling like there was more. And then this woman actually recruited me to join her network marketing company in 2018, I think her network marketing company. And she said something to me and it planted a seed. She said, I think you would be really good in business. 
And I was like, huh, really? You know, I hadn't thought about that before. I, I didn't allow that to even be a possibility for myself. So when she said it, I was like, huh, that suggestion just kind of dropped into my subconscious and I just let it fester, started business with her. Then I did pretty well in network marketing, quit my nursing career. Uh, but when I bought, when I met Bob Proctor in September of 2019 was when my life completely changed. I started learning about manifestation, mindset, power of the mind, law of attraction, all of that stuff. I started really studying. I started studying me and, uh, I started attracting so much fun stuff into my life. And then I said, I'm going to teach this. And like, I taught it for free at first. I didn't even charge a thing. I just went live and just started teaching what I was learning, teaching my team what I was learning. But then once I thought myself worthy enough to accept payment is when my business started to really blow up. And so now we sit here, I have a whole coaching Academy. 20 million was where, where we were a couple of months ago. So I, I'm not quite sure where we are right now, but it's been a beautiful growth and expansion. And I live an extraordinary life. Absolutely. And it's cause I chose it and I saw it and I did the work to make myself believe it. <laughs> I chose it. I saw it. I did the work to make myself believe it. Well, I just love that this was your quickie intro because in the beginning when you said, you know, I was, I was there and I was nursing and six figures was like a six figure year was like, okay, I got it. And you're like, but I knew I wanted an extraordinary life. And since I've known you, since our paths have crossed, which crossed in some incredible ways, like I've just known you as living this extraordinary life. I love connecting with you because every single time I do, whether it's through a social media post, through a conversation you and I are having, like, you just bring so much like energy and joy and love. And I just see your whole life as love. I see your whole life as just this extraordinary masterpiece. That is so sweet. Oh my gosh. You know what it is? I really embody what I teach. Like I really, really like every word that comes out of my mouth. I believe it and I live it. And I don't see that all the time. I, you know, I think the people that are tentative about it or that just can't allow themselves to be more love won't experience the love that's available. You know, you have to open up your capacity to receive all things by being those things first. And so if I want to help you to experience more love, then I need to be experiencing it myself. So for me, it's just, I, I actually do the work and I'm disciplining my thinking and I'm saying the things that I know that if I say them are going to create a ripple and I would never say something that I think would have a negative ripple, you know? Oh my gosh. I feel like this is why you and I connected so quickly together because this is it for me too. This is when so many, you know, of my clients and women come into the, into my world. That's what they feel. There is that embodied wisdom, very embodied in what we, yeah. yeah, for me, it's all about like, taking women to the depth within their souls and really being in this place of trust and truth. And so when we stand for that and when we are actually like living what we preach, it's, it's felt in frequency and energetics. And I think that you and I felt that between each other right away. Oh, for sure. And I think that's the fun thing about how universes align and collide, you know, like my universe aligned and collided with yours in such a way, because we are a vibrational match. People often ask, like, why do I have negative people in my life? And I'm like, well, I don't know what in you attracted that. I attract really like wide awake people, like people that are seeking 
more for themselves, more for their life, want to expand, want to grow, want to do more, help more people. And so my circle around me has changed based on the frequency that I'm vibrating at and the way that I see myself. It's very, very powerful. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. Now, a question for what you just said there, when someone says like, you know, why am I attracting this into my life or my existence? Does that lead to some uncomfortable conversations? Absolutely. Always. But listen, that's the question I ask myself. Like every time I have an experience in my outside world, I'm observing with my conscious mind and experience in my outside world. You have to step back and ask yourself, okay, so what is the perception that I have of the experience? First of all, uh, because I'm perceiving it to be negative. I'm perceiving it to be contrast. I'm perceiving it to be bad. So ask the question, why am I perceiving it that way? But then if it really is, and you really say, yeah, I am perceiving that, what in me attracted this? What in me asked for this? Because then I can change it. Now, what about when someone says the, but like, but that's not me, that's the other person, or that's something out of my control, or that's something. I don't believe that. I don't believe that because listen, if we think that somebody else can control us and somebody else can have an impact over our lives and our consciousness and our cause and effect, then we are powerless and I am powerful. So for me, there's a couple of things happening. So like judgment, for example, this is a beautiful example, judgments. So when you receive judgments from others to you, so when somebody posts something on your post or says something nasty, or somebody reaches out to you and says, oh, you shouldn't be posting about all the money you make or like whatever it is, right? The judgments those judgments are me observing something that's in my consciousness. They are me observing a judgment that I hold of myself deep within me. And it is just a clue for me to do some work on that. The other thing is, is like these people are simply acting out of their own consciousnesses onto my post and I can make it about me or I cannot make it about me, but I would rather make it about my growth. And I've noticed the times Uh, Jacqueline, when I do get any sort of judgment or criticism from people, it's usually when I'm judging or criticizing myself. Mm. Yeah. And then it's like, you can, what lens are you looking at it with? And are you going to choose it as something to look at? Are you going to choose it as something to learn from, grow through? Or are you just going to be like, and let's just like close the door over here. Yeah. And you know, sometimes those opportunities too are what you just said, an opportunity to close the door. So I had somebody probably about three weeks ago come at me pretty heavily on my Instagram and um, commenting about, you know, my physical, the way I look, uh, my physical body. And because my physical body is plus size, it means I can't be a good coach. Like I can't help people step into their greatness because I have a plus size body. And old versions of me would have had my feelings hurt and would have felt some kind of way about it. But I literally was like, well, that's not true because I am helping people step into their greatness every single day and lives are being changed and transformed around me. So it was actually an opportunity for me to say, I dismiss this. Thank you very much, but not true. And so I released the judgment within myself in that moment through her. So I'm thankful for for her for showing me that I don't hold that anymore. It's gone. I absolutely love that. And I think that is such a powerful, like you get to choose. And I talk about this all the time. Like you get to choose and you got to choose in that moment of, okay, what am I going to make this mean? What am I not going to make this mean? What am I going to choose to close the door? And what am I going to choose to release? 
It's so, so important. The contrast is always going to show up in your life. There will always be. It's the law of rhythm. It's universal law. You, you can't get away from it. But what you can do is you can, you can experience the turbulence less. Yeah. You know, I think about an airplane and the example of being on an airplane and being in turbulence. You know, those flight attendants, they're walking around like nothing's happening. And then there's other people that are holding on crying like yeah. really, really scared. And to me, the only difference is in our thinking of and our perception of the situation. Yeah, 1000%. This feels like similar to the thing that you had said to me, well, along the same lines anyways, right before we hit record. And I was like, ah, I was like, we got to record because I want to capture this. And it was in a different context, but I was sharing with you some things that have changed in my world since you and I last connected. And you're like, well, yeah, you said something like once you knew what you wanted, or once you knew the outcome, you just had to move through that, you know, period. Yeah. You just have to move through the, through the discomfort to get to the realization of what you've asked for. Like you already know what the end result was going to be. You already knew what the situation was going to end up like, but there's just going to be that discomfort to move through. And so if we go through, through that, with that attitude, it's like, okay, here we go. I'm ready. Let's go. And you just make it happen. And what about, cause I'm just going to keep asking these questions. Cause I feel like I just love the response of how you come through them. Like, so what about when I'm like, but I don't know what I want. You're not allowing yourself to know what you want. We all know what we would want. This is entering into the realm of the possible. You know, uh, people refer to it as like the realm of infinite possibilities. Well, okay. It's just you tapping into the creative plane and saying, what would I love to experience? So instead of paying attention and observing what you see in the physical 3D world that we exist in right now in this plane, instead of seeing that and saying, that's what I experience, notice it and choose to see something different that that's entering into the creative plane. So then I'm like, well, I don't want that, but I do want this. So I'm going to choose that. So even with like the internet went out and I said to you, what would you love? I would love for the internet to continue to work for us and not have a problem. So we've just entered the creative plane to bring that forward. I actually remember you saying this to me and I love that you just did not let me get away with it when we were at lunch this past summer when I was like, I don't, I just don't know what I want yet. And you're like, yeah, you do. And you're just like, yeah, you do. Like, what do you want? And you just asked me like four times, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? I'm like, yeah. And then by the end, I was like, I know what I want. Yeah. You know, somebody said to me one time, and I thought it was really, really helpful. They said to me, the ego doesn't know, but your spirit, your soul, your divinity always knows. And so the ego is there. The purpose of the ego is to keep you safe. So by not revealing what you do want keeps you safe because if you don't know you want it, then you don't have to change. Like you don't have to move towards it. You don't have to do anything. But I think, you know, the true desire is always there. It's just how much are you willing to allow yourself to feel that? Well, I think that this, I mean, I haven't shared this with you yet, but my podcast listeners already know this is that I've decided that I'm not selling in my personal brand in 2023. So I'm like currently right now spots are open for my mentorship, but then I'm like sealing up for the year. And I really just like, it came from my soul. Like I wanted to create the spaciousness. I didn't want to be selling. I wanted to create space to be writing and doing other things. And I could have very easily have been, I think at that time, like, well, I don't know if that's what I really want. And I could have allowed that like back and forth to happen. But I was just like, as soon as it came through, I spoke it out loud. 
I shared it in my mastermind because I was like, I'm just going to say it because if not, I might not hold myself to this, but I do know that this is what my soul wants. I love that. I love that you allowed that to come through and then you stick to it because that's the other piece is that many people will identify what it is that they want, but they won't hold the image. They won't hold to it because there's all these other things in life that will tell you, you should do this and you should do that and you should do it this way, you know, and, and other people doing things around us and watching them do it around us makes us think we should do it that way. I talked to a whole bunch of real estate agents this morning on a, I had a speaking engagement. I didn't realize, but what they were telling me is that it's still a very masculine industry. And so what a lot of the women find is that they're doing is that they're tapping into their masculinity more so in order to fit into that. So one of the women messaged me after and she said, Kathleen, I think your message was fantastic because I'm sitting there going, tap into your femininity in business, tap into your uniqueness, tap into who you are, do it different. And anytime you feel like you need to follow the way in which somebody else is doing it, ask yourself, is that really the way I want to run this business? It doesn't have to, you can run it any way you want because you create the end. Oh my gosh. I mean, since I stood in that and allowed that to flow through and then declared it and then was like, Hey, nope, this is the way it gets to be. Like there's just been like spirals of manifestation opening and new opportunities and experiences. And I'm like, I couldn't have even like tried to make this happen. And so I 1000% feel that. I'd love to dive into this a bit deeper with you, actually, because I remember you and I having a previous conversation about this, like, you know, masculine and feminine energy in business. And yeah, just share a bit more of your thoughts with me. Oh, gosh, I I love this. I love this idea. I think about my mom, you know, when she um, was moving up the corporate ladder, when I was a little girl, she was a woman in a man's world, and she was getting promotions. And every meeting she went into, she was the only woman at the table. And I remember my my mom at that time would wear these like business suits, she would wear these like dresses that were businessy, and she had her hair cut short. And I just really noticed and like looking back, just, just how much she tried to fit into the masculine energy in order to get the promotions and all that stuff. And I, and I think we have had so much growth in the consciousness here now that we don't need to do that anymore. Like now we're at a point where women can actually tap into who they are and actually do things in the way in which they want to do them to achieve success. You don't need to become masculine in order to achieve. And I don't mean men and women. I mean, the ma- the masculinity in business. What's so interesting, Jacqueline, is that you know, more than 50% of my one-on-one coaching clients have been men. And the thing that they are seeking from me is the ease and flow, is the let, is the surrender, is the feminine energetics, the spiritual work and things like that. And so it's like, they're like, Hey, I've got the masculine doing down. I get it. I can work a 14 hour day. (laughs) I can really hustle, but now I want to learn how to just be and how to actually move myself forward in life without 14 hour days. One of my one-on-one coaching clients, when he had his first uh, million dollar month. So that was a vision that he had when we started working together. He wanted to have a million dollar month. And uh, I said, okay, and how do you want to experience the million dollar month? Because there's many different ways that that can be experienced in what way would you like to experience it? So mapped it all out and everything. And so when he called me, he said, Kathleen, we did it million dollar month. And he's like, and you know what? I ended my day every day at three o'clock and spent time with my sons. 
And he's like, that's how I wanted to do it. I wanted to be present with my family and achieve a goal. And I think to me, it's the combination of the feminine energetics added with the masculine, the doing, you still work your business, but when you do it in that way, it is so powerful. It can be very powerful. Okay. This has brought up two questions for me as you were speaking there. So he says he wants a million dollar month and this is the way he wants it. And then he experiences that. Do you believe that we block things when we're like, okay, this is, and maybe even not even saying, but knowing like that he wanted to spend time with his son after three o'clock every day. And if he's like willing to keep pushing those 14 hour days to hit that goal, to get that achievement, do you think that slows things down? I do. Yeah. And I think it's all our interpretation of things. Like Bob used to say all the time, are you willing and able to do whatever it takes to achieve what you want to achieve. And the masculine energy then says, yes, I am. I'm willing to do whatever it takes. I'm willing to like work hard and I'm willing to sacrifice and all of that. But the feminine energy says, yeah, I'm willing to do whatever it takes. And whatever it takes means thinking new thoughts and visualizing and dreaming about what I would love and booking a spa day in the busiest time of my business. So it depends on how you look at it. So now I don't look at things like whatever it takes in the hustle, the grind. I think of, yeah, I, I am willing to do whatever it takes, but whatever it takes to me is not sacrifice at all. Yeah. For me, usually whatever it takes is like re digging belief codes, you know, like going into that place for me is like, that's what it takes. It's like that to me, you know, when people say invited ease and flow, I'm like, and normally it takes a lot of hard fucking work to invite in the ease and flow because the hard work is the like being willing to make those choices. Yeah, it's a it's a rise in consciousness. And the rise in consciousness happens through the feminine energetics. The subconscious mind is the womb of creation, nurture, nurturing. That's the feminine. So that to me, that's how we accelerate ourselves forward in life through that, not through hard work and action. Yeah. I feel like you just like came on and then took the world by storm in this industry. Like you said, 2018 was when you started with network marketing. And then was it September of 2019 that you started working with Bob? Yeah, but I did. uh, Yeah. And I launched my coaching business January of 2020. Okay. So exactly three years this month. Yeah. So exactly three years this month, 20 plus million. And in your business, you said like, you have like 50% of these one-to-one clients coming to you are men who are like, I want to invite in this like ease and flow. How did that become like what you were known for? How is that what you like stepped into? Um, Yeah, that was a very interesting path because the, the pathway in which I learned this material through was a, a more of a masculine pathway, you know, having a male mentor. And I still do heavily believe in study as part of my growth and studying. And I do think studying can be more of a masculine way of uh, advancing yourself in life, but it works. But for me, it was coming in in a masculine way and then saying, hey, you know what? I want to do it in a feminine way. I had to experience the masculine way in order for me to know 
what feminine way I wanted to go. And I actually remember when I first got into the coaching uh, space in, in January of 2020, I didn't know very many female coaches. Uh, majority of them were men. And so I go into this world of like this executive level coaching and, you know, all the men are wearing business suits on Zoom and all the women are wearing, you know, if there are women, they're in dress suits and perfect hair and perfect makeup and perfect bodies. And everybody's going to the gym Everybody's talking about their daily mindset routines. And like, it was almost like a, uh, you know, like a, a crowd, like, you know, when, when people are, they do things kind of in a certain way, it's a paradigm, but you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like a way of being and existing. And I felt the pull. I really felt the pull to be that, you know, I remember like really writing it out at first when I was launching my coaching business, it was like, okay, well, I'm going to lose some weight. I'm going to go and buy a bunch of like uh businessy type of clothes. Uh, I'm going to make my branding like gold and black because that's what the branding seems to be. And, you know, it was like, this is what I should do. But the more work I did on myself, I realized that I was taking myself further away from who I really am. And I was taking myself further away from what I actually saw for myself and my life and my business. And I remember the day that I scratched out the lose weight. I said, no, I'm not doing that. And I scratched out the buy like the dress shirts and no, I'm not doing that. And I remember the day that I decided to make my tattoos visible as well. That was another thing, you know, really, really showing. I have a very visible tattoo right on my like chest and shoulder. And I remember I was on a meeting one day with that company that I first started coaching with. And the gentleman says to me, what is that you have right there? Is that like a shirt or a shawl or something? And I went, no, that's my tattoo. And he was like, oh, you know? <laughs> And then from there, I allowed my femininity to come through. This is where I allowed myself to have more curves to be shown in some of my photographs. I have a picture of me with my car and I'm wearing like a low cut dress and there's some cleavage and um, little things like that. Just allowing myself to tap into me and how I saw myself and, you know, having some sexiness come through, some curviness come through, some of my beauty come through. And it's just tapping into those parts of me that have always been there, but allowed myself to do it. And there was this disconnection point where I had to say, okay, I am going to teach this in my way. I love this. I'm also just giggling over here as if like, I'm like, some, this is when I wish that podcasts had videos as I'm over here with like, literally no pants on you like showed up for this podcast and like this gorgeous like I mean just gorgeous everything and I was like oh my gosh you just look so gorgeous but definitely not like what you're describing that original thought of like what you need to look like show up like like be like to be successful in this industry no totally you know and like the the top that I was wearing first when I came on, I've covered up now because I'm in a fleece because I'm in Canada. But the top I showed in is like a leather bustier. There there was a time when I would have thought that that wouldn't have been okay. But now I'm like, no, this is great. Like we need to, we need to step into who we are, really are and what we really love. And, and I feel powerful in a leather bustier. Yeah. And I think that's it right there. It's like, for me, it's like, what makes me feel the most me that I don't have to change who I am to be powerful that I don't have to change who I am to lead others that I really get to fully be me. But I think it takes this level of ownership of claiming that like it gets to work for me this way. And I think this is where we're talking about this belief code work comes in because often I see women who are like, I'm going to show up and just be me, but their belief system isn't matching that their belief system is like, well, that's why it's not working. Or if I just did this, you know what I mean? Yeah. There is a livingness in being yourself. 
That is Thomas Troward, one of my all-time favorite quotes. Because when you are being yourself, you are not suppressing yourself in any way. So we suppress. You know, we we have a thought about doing something and then we say, oh, no, that's not going to work. Or people aren't going to like that. Or people are going to judge me for that. And so it's the, it's actually the belief that comes after the intuitive hit that is going to be whether or not you do that thing or not. But if you can notice it, like notice, I had an idea to do this. I didn't do it because I didn't think it would work. Why don't you think it's going to work? What is it about your belief system that has told you, like, according to who I ask that question all the time. Some, somebody says something to me, oh, yada, yada. And I go, according to who? Like, who said that? Like, who's the all reigning person that has said that this is how it has to be? Nobody. And I, I find sometimes when you ask, it's like, well, they say that. And you're like, who's they? And they're like, I don't know, all of the people. And you're like, yeah, yeah, but who? And they're like, I don't know. I know. It's, it's so funny because when you look back at it, you're like, wait a minute, who are we talking about? Yeah. Well, I think that would have been a big thing for me too. Like it was, you know, I was like in the shower, had this idea that I wasn't going to sell. And then if I went to like, what would they say? People, I would have been like, people will think I'm like crazy. Like that's not what you're supposed to do when you're like growing a business and all that stuff. And I was just like, no, this is what I want to do. And so this is the way it gets to work for me. Okay. The other thing I want to tap into something you said earlier when you were like, okay, I started coaching, but wasn't charging for it until you felt worthy of payment. Oh yeah. You know, there's this thing where we believe that we believe certain things. So I was a registered nurse and I got paid by salary. So I believed that I was worthy of being paid an hourly amount of money to serve people in that way. So I created a naturalness in being paid 30 to $35 an hour for the work that I do, no matter what the work really is, I would do it. And it was some of the hardest grindest work that I have ever done, but I was willing to be paid 30, $35 an hour in order to do so. So it was natural for me. That's what I believed. And that's what I expected and assumed. And so that's what I got. So what I've learned though now is that through this work, we can actually change what we believe we are worthy of receiving into our lives. It's not thinking you're better than anyone. So many people will think, well, I, I don't want to put myself on a pedestal or I don't want to tap into the ego. It's not about that. It's actually about what is the impact that you believe that you can make on people's lives and how big of an impact do you think you can make? And then are you worthy of making that impact? If so, how much would you love to be compensated for it? So when I first started teaching it, I didn't quite think I was worthy enough yet of charging for it because I didn't think I knew it well enough yet or I hadn't experienced it well enough yet. There was a limiting belief that kept the receipt of payment, energetic payment, I wouldn't even charge for it. But then once I decided I'm going to start charging for it, that's when I stepped into a different belief system about myself and my worthiness. Okay, this is what I do now for a living. This is my exchange. And so it's changed, of course, over the past three years in what I, what I believe I am worthy of charging. And I, I do believe that the amount that I charge really has a difference on the impact and the transformation that that person that makes that payment gets. 
So some of the biggest investments that I've made into myself have been the most transformative. They've allowed me to step into a version of myself. So yes, I receive payment of a certain uh, value, but I also pay a certain value. So it's a version of myself. I love that. It's a version of myself. And what do you think allowed you to like see that version of you? It was seeing myself as somebody that has a very high impact and influence on people. I actually, one of the things that I've written down, I don't think I've ever said this publicly, but one of the things that I've written down for myself is that one conversation with me can change your life, can change someone's life. Because I want to believe that about myself. I want to believe that I can impact somebody at that level, that I can have that soul connection and literally change the course of their life from there. And it was really exciting because I had a very profound conversation with a gentleman probably about a week and a half ago. And after it, he sent me word for word, Kathleen, that one conversation with you changed my life. And I have, I have written that down. Like I have brought that into my physical existence and it was said back to me. Man, when you said that, I was like, just what came through for me was like, I have no doubt that you've already done that for this gentleman who told you, I'm sure there's people that you've changed their life through one conversation that you're not even aware of. And I think this is such a beautiful thing. And when you know, you, you've had so much success and so much success so quickly. And to hear you say like having one conversation to change someone's life. I know when I first got started in doing what I'm doing and in this online space, I was like, if I can just change like one person's life. And for me, that was very specific to my mm-hmm. sister. And I shared this in a training that I did recently. And then she listened to it and she's like, holy, she's like, you didn't tell me you're going to make me like freaking cry this morning. And I was like, but when I recorded it, I didn't know she was even going to listen to it and all of these things. And like, that's happened. And so I really feel like everything now else on top of it is just like. I know it's just icing on the cake now. Yeah. Uh, yeah and, it, and it's really beautiful to be able to impact people in a way like this. I always say it's the dreamers that change the world. And what I mean by that is that those that are willing to dream above what the standard vision of life is, you know, if you really think you can impact people in that way, you will be able to impact people in that way. And this is how we change the collective consciousness in all of our own individual ways. All of us in this industry are all changing the collective consciousness in the way that we are meant to do it. Uh, you know, there's people that are attracted to you. There's people that are attracted to me and we are, are we are here to help them. Uh, and so when we come together like this, I think it's brilliant because this is how we can actually shift it in a brighter, uh, better way when we collaborate with one another. I love this. I love this conversation. I love you. I love what you just said there. Like the dreamers change the world. So is there final question is there like a big dream for you right now? You know, I have a couple of different things. I really, really want to be at a place where I can have 10,000 people be impacted positively by my energy in some way, whether it's a live event, virtual event, maybe it's some sort of a stadium or something. I don't know, but I just, that really, really resonates with me. And then personally, uh, Malibu sunsets in my near future. I love both of those for you. So holding that vision with you, tell us all the goodness. Where do you love to hang out? Where can we find you? 
Yeah. Instagram's probably the place you can find me the most at Kathleen Cameron Manifests. Uh, I have a YouTube channel. I have a podcast, the Manifested Podcast with Kathleen Cameron. We'll link to all those fabulous places in the show notes. Thank you for this conversation. Thank you for the flow and all the all the things that have happened in between. I love that we just like, you know, can dive in and pick up and just go to the spaces that we got to go to today. I know that this conversation is going to be so valuable and potent for so many women. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I appreciate you. Thanks for having me. Gorgeous. Thank you for being here with us, with me today. These conversations, these riffs, these transmissions are seriously life-giving. They nurture my human. They nurture my soul. These are the type of conversations I want more of, and I know you do too. I'm so happy that you're here. It's truly an honor for me to bring my voice to this space. I love you. I will see you back here next week. In the meantime, please come join me on Instagram, Jacqueline underscore Shaw underscore. And if you have women in your world that you feel would love this podcast too, I would be so honored, so deeply honored if you share it with them. I love you. I see you. I'm standing in sacred witness of all that you are. Thank you for going deep with me.